Welcome to the Mind and My Wellness Podcast, your podcast for all things macros, movement, mindset, and everything in between. I'm your host, Danny Marenberg, an ex-yo-yo dieting cardio junkie turned sustainable nutrition coach who's helped over 1,000 women feel confident in their skin by learning how to eat for their goals without sacrificing a life well-lived. I created the Mind and My Wellness podcast to give you simple, effective, and manageable tips you can take away from each episode and implement in your daily life to look and feel like the best version of you. Each week, my guests and I teach you the secrets to mastering your health and owning your power. Nutrition, mindset, movement, and women's health are all topics you'll find here. Think of our time together as your productive little health break from the day. So grab your headphones, fill up your water, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Mind of My Wellness podcast. This is your host, Danny, and I cannot believe we are already in our final week of the first month of 2024. I mean, time is just flying by. If you set out this year on a journey, maybe it's a new journey, maybe it's a journey that you are restarting, maybe you have these really outlandish goals for yourself this year, or you simply are just trying to find more balance with your nutrition habits and you just want to feel good this year, I want to do a little pulse check with you. I want to see how it's going. If you listened to my episode a couple episodes back on setting New Year's resolutions and setting goals and resolutions in general, you know that so many people only make it a good couple weeks before falling off. And so I wanted to check in. I wanted to see how you're doing. Send me a DM over on Instagram at Mind of My Macros and let's chat through it because sometimes all we need is a little accountability. We need someone in our corner cheering us on, holding us accountable to our goals because it's kind of hard day in and day out to hold yourself accountable every single day even if you're so dang motivated. So I just wanted to do a little check-in because now we're a couple weeks into the new year and I am here to support you through all of your goals and I want to see you succeed. I mean, I still think about the January where I first started tracking macros and strength training and I dedicated 30 full days to fully committing to it. And those 30 days completely changed my life. I have never looked back. I had this complete transformation, not only with my body, but the way I looked at my nutrition, the way I looked at my days and weeks, my lifestyle, my relationship with food. So this is why I'm so passionate about helping other women experience this sort of change in overall lifestyle and complete transformation because it doesn't have to feel like pulling teeth. It shouldn't feel like pulling teeth. If you're in a diet that you're not able to sustain, it's not you. It's the diet. It's because it's too restrictive or it's because it's not something that's going to work with your lifestyle. So I hope you're listening to this. If you are struggling with keeping up with consistency or maintaining results or maintaining the momentum that you had starting this year, Know that it doesn't have to be challenging. Yes, with anything new, there's going to be a bit of a learning curve. There's going to be new aspects that need to be incorporated into your lifestyle, but they should be incorporated into your lifestyle 
versus you trying to fit into this perfect box of a diet or a lifestyle. So I'd love to hear from you. As always, send me a DM over on Instagram, again, at Mind and My Macros, and let's chat about it. I'm here to support you. All right, so today we are talking about a topic that I get asked so often about, and that is protein when it comes to complete and incomplete protein sources. You might be listening to this like, yes, I'm so confused. Do they both count towards my protein goal? I don't know. You might be listening to this saying, what the heck is a complete protein versus an incomplete protein source? This episode then is for you. We're going to dive into all of it. I'm going to cover what complete versus incomplete protein sources are. Can you count both complete and incomplete protein sources towards your overall protein targets? And can both complete and incomplete proteins help you build muscle? These are all very common questions I get, so we're going to dive right in in this episode. If you've been around the block with me, you know that I preach the power and importance of protein in your diet. Protein is so important, and especially as women, is typically the most underconsumed macronutrient in our diet. Protein is responsible for building muscle. It is responsible for satiety and that feeling of fullness throughout the day. It also helps with hormone regulation. It helps to balance blood sugar so you have that steady energy throughout the day. You don't have to reach for that cup of coffee in the afternoon. And it also helps with curbing those cravings. So that feeling of fullness is also going to come into, you know, if you're really snacky, chances are you might not be getting enough protein throughout your day or adding substantial amounts of protein to your meals to help with that satiety, to help with that fullness, and to curb those cravings. So protein is extremely important. And if you're not already prioritizing it, I'm going to challenge you to start because you are going to see the biggest difference the moment you start changing the way you're looking at protein and adding protein into your diet on a consistent basis. Now, first, before we dive into this, I think it's really important that we cover what protein is made up of, and that's amino acids. Amino acids are organic compounds the body uses to create protein. And there are 20 different types of amino acids your body needs, each playing a different function. So one amino acid called histidine This produces histamine in the body, which plays a huge role in supporting your body's immune system. You probably have also heard of the amino acid that usually gets brought up over Thanksgiving, and that is tryptophan. This amino acid produces the brain chemical serotonin, which regulates mood, appetite, and yes, sleep. Of these 20 amino acids our body needs, 11 of them are already produced by the body itself. So you do not need to worry about getting in these amino acids through the foods that you're eating in your diet, making them quote-unquote non-essential amino acids. That leaves us with nine amino acids that we must get in through our food and our diet. These amino acids are considered the essential amino acids, which you'll hear me talk about today. Now, if I've lost you already, do not worry. This is going to be the most scientific part of this episode, as I like to keep it very understandable, but I like to give you all the facts and information too, so you can truly understand the whys, the what's, and the hows behind things. So if you kind of tuned that out, don't worry. That's just a background, so to hopefully help you understand 
what makeup protein sources so you can more easily understand what I'm referring to in today's episode. So in today's episode, when we discuss complete versus incomplete protein sources, we are talking about the protein sources that have all nine essential amino acids, making them a complete protein, versus protein sources that are missing any of the essential amino acids, any of those nine essential amino acids, making them an incomplete protein source. All right, so we quickly covered this, but what is a complete protein source? A complete protein source is going to have all of those nine essential amino acids in them, meaning that it completes the protein profile and are considered to be more bioavailable, meaning your body can more easily absorb them. So if you are eating a complete protein source, you are getting all of those amino acids that your body needs to perform the functions of protein in the body. You don't have to look elsewhere for those amino acids. Types of complete protein sources include primarily animal-based products. So meat like poultry, eggs, beef, pork, fish, dairy. Then you also have some whole complete protein sources that are soy-based. So tofu, edamame, tempeh, and miso. Those are going to be the non-animal complete protein sources. I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to quickly interrupt to share with you something that I only wish I knew years ago on my health journey that changed everything for me. I was the girl who had tried every diet under the sun, worked out seven days a week, yet was constantly left feeling disappointed that all my hard work and time wasn't paying off. Can you relate? If the answer is yes, then my free training, Three Steps to Transform Your Body with Macros, is just for you. In this training, I share the secrets to leveraging your metabolism to lose fat without restriction, eliminating the foods you love, or sacrificing a life well-lived. So if you're ready to say so long to yo-yo dieting and kick low-calorie diets to the curb, you're not going to want to miss this free training. Head on over to mindedmymacros.com forward slash free training to register today. Or you can head on over to my show notes to find the link. I hope to see you there. All right, now back to the episode. Now, incomplete protein sources, as I mentioned, those are going to be any protein sources that are missing one or more of those nine essential amino acids, meaning they are not encompassing all of the amino acids that your body needs to properly fulfill the protein duties. And these types of protein sources include legumes, so beans, peas, lentils, chickpeas, and yes, this does include pea protein powder. So if you, like myself, I usually have a plant-based protein powder. Oftentimes it is pea protein powder. That is not a complete protein source. That is an incomplete protein source. Other types of incomplete protein sources include seeds, whole grains, veggies, and nuts. So these are all incomplete protein sources, meaning they are missing one or more of those essential amino acids. If you're a vegetarian or vegan, or maybe you eat 
a lot of plant-based proteins, but you do have some animal-based proteins. Maybe you're a pescatarian and you're counting all of those incomplete protein sources towards your protein goal. You might be thinking, oh my gosh, (laughs) have I been doing this wrong this entire time? Can those still count towards my protein? So that leads me into the next question that I get asked very often. And that is, of course, can I count those incomplete protein sources towards my overall protein target, my protein goal? And in short, the answer is yes. So you can rest assured that those protein sources that are incomplete, you can still count those towards your protein goal. And we're going to dive into that a little bit more so you can understand on a deeper level. But these incomplete protein sources are incomplete because, again, they're missing one or more of those essential amino acids. However, most incomplete protein sources are missing different amino acids. So there are nine amino acids. If you're eating black beans, they're going to have different amino acids than, let's say, the veggies that you're eating. So there's going to be a lower protein content in the veggie, perhaps, but it might have a different amino acid profile than the black beans or the beans. And so you are not necessarily missing the same amino acid every time you're eating an incomplete protein source. So as long as you are eating a well-balanced diet full of variety, you are going to get all of the essential amino acids needed for your body. Now, of course, I recommend getting in both complete protein sources throughout the day as well as incomplete protein sources throughout the day. Both are just as important in a very well-balanced diet, but it is important that you are getting in both. And even if you are a vegetarian or a vegan, there are those complete protein sources that you can incorporate into your diet. So Making sure you have a combination of both, but don't stress if you are vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, you don't eat a lot of meat, know and rest assured that you can definitely count those incomplete proteins towards your protein goal as long as you're eating a diverse diet because you're going to be getting in those amino acids through other foods that you're consuming. Now on the topic of incomplete protein sources. This is a very hot topic. It's a very controversial subject. I've actually changed my tune on this with more research that has come out. And ask me a couple years ago, I would have told you, no, don't count this towards your protein goal. Now I say, yes, count one serving towards your protein goal. And that comes down to collagen powder. So if you're using collagen, I know so many of us will put collagen in our morning coffee, in our morning drink, maybe in your oatmeal. This is a really great source of protein, but it is an incomplete protein source. It is not a complete protein. So with that, you can absolutely count it towards your protein goal. And other coaches, you might see differing opinions, but I'm going by the most recent research. And that shows, again, as long as you're having eating a well-balanced diet, a very diverse diet, you're going to get that missing amino acid in through other foods that if collagen is something that you enjoy incorporating into your diet for other reasons, there are so many benefits to collagen, including overall gut health. I would say count one serving of collagen towards your protein goal a day. Now I say one serving because this is something that can very easily add up If you're having, if you're somebody who's having a couple cups of coffee a day and you're putting in a serving of collagen in each of your cups of coffee, 
that could add up to 60 grams of protein. Now, that's not very well balanced. So this is where I kind of draw the line and I say, yes, you can have one serving, count towards your protein goal, protein target a day. And the same applies for bone broth. So bone broth is in the similar category as collagen powder. I love bone broth. I will drink bone broth by itself. It has such great gut healing properties. I also will make rice instead of water. I'll put bone broth in it. It's a great way to get in additional protein that's very gut healing. But again, it's not a complete protein source. It's an incomplete protein source. So some people will say, don't count that towards your protein. I'm going by the most up-to-date research saying that, again, you're going to get in that amino acid elsewhere if you're having a well-balanced diet. So I count a serving towards protein the days that I'm having bone broth. So with collagen and with bone broth, it is up to you. This is the research I am providing. I say don't take advantage of it. Don't, you know, push it to the limit. Take it with one serving a day and you're going to be just fine. It's going to be just fine because you're hopefully getting in that well-balanced diet. Now, how about when it comes to building muscle? Do incomplete protein sources build muscle in the same fashion as complete protein sources? Studies show that although complete protein sources are more bioavailable, which also means that your body can absorb them better, It doesn't mean consuming only complete protein sources will improve your results whatsoever. You can absolutely still build muscle with incomplete protein sources in your diet counted towards your daily protein target. Your body can only build a specific amount of muscle each day. There's only so much muscle it can build. And it only needs a limited quantity of those amino acids over a period of time to accomplish that. So as long as you are eating at or near your protein target each day, Then getting in those complete and incomplete protein sources, this really isn't an issue. You shouldn't have to worry about it. I wouldn't stress too much about it. Your body also has this thing called an amino acid pool, meaning that if your body is needing a specific amino acid at a specific time, maybe to build muscle, it can pull from that pool. It can pull from that pool. (laughs) It can pull from that pool to accommodate that. So as long as you're eating, again, a very balanced, diverse diet, you are going to be getting all of the amino acids necessary for your body to create muscle. If you are currently eating a very low-protein diet, maybe you just stumbled upon my page or my podcast, and you're like, oh my gosh, let's see how much protein I'm eating, and you're eating a very low amount of protein, meaning that you are eating, you know, 0.6 times your body weight or less, then I'd say it's really recommended that we focus on complete protein sources and getting those in your diet and then supplementing with the incomplete protein sources. But if you are already eating a substantial amount of protein for your body, for your protein target, if you have a specific protein target you know of, If you don't, I do offer custom macro assessments. I can link that down in the show notes. But if you do have a protein target or you know how much protein you should be eating and you're already eating that and you're getting that mix of complete and incomplete proteins, amazing. I wouldn't worry. If you are eating that low protein diet right now, then I'd say let's really focus on those complete protein sources, supplementing with incomplete protein sources to help you build. But we want to get comfortable finding complete protein sources in your diet too. 
Again, doesn't have to be animal-based. Yes, most complete protein sources are animal-based. However, those soy-based products are complete protein sources as well. Okay, I packed a lot into a short amount of time, making this a little bite-sized episode for you. So to summarize everything we talked about, although you may think that incomplete proteins are lacking in some way and preventing you from reaching your protein target and achieving your goal, they do act as an important part of our diet when eaten in a healthy combination with a rich and diverse diet paired with other complete protein sources. I recommend getting a mix of complete and incomplete protein sources in your diet, along with plenty of fruits and vegetables that will help to complete your amino acid profile. And even if you don't eat animal-based products, like I said, you can still get your complete protein sources through foods like tofu, tempeh, edamame, and miso. And by the end of the day, your body is going to get enough amino acids to maximize its protein intake if you're eating a well-balanced diet with both of those types of proteins, which will support you on your journey. All right, my friends, I hope this information was helpful. I hope you can rest assured that yes, those incomplete proteins do count towards your protein goal, but make sure that you're getting in a well-balanced diet, you're getting in a lot of variety, and you're also getting in those complete protein sources because all of it working together is gonna help you get to your goal. And remember, all about prioritizing that protein. I will say that until the end of time. All right, you guys. Well, you know where you can find me. Head on over to Instagram at mindedmymacros.com. Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you learned. If you found this episode to be helpful, if you learned something from it and you think somebody else would find it valuable, please send it their way. This is how I grow. This is how I'm able to share more knowledge with more people. And ultimately, I want to help as many people as possible feel good in their bodies without restriction, without giving up the foods that they love or eliminating food groups altogether, enjoying a life well lived. That is my motto and that is my purpose, I truly believe, on this planet. So thank you guys so much. If you liked this episode, I would love it if you left a rating and review. It means so much to me. I read every single one of them and I give you guys shout outs in my episodes. So again, same time, same place next week. I will see you back here. Until then, keep minding your wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love hearing from you. So shoot me a DM over on Instagram at mindinmymacros to keep the convo going. If you've learned anything from this episode or any of my past episodes, I'd really love it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I love hearing what you've learned or what you've taken away from any of these episodes. It means so much to me when you do that. And if you have any friends you know that need a little help kicking some old dieting mentalities to the curb and want some simple, effective, and sustainable tips to feel their best share a link to this episode with them. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.